Hello and welcome to this episode of the Ranting ACs podcast. Today we'll be listening to a clubhouse room um, discussion we had some months ago. That was uh, in 2021. I'm not sure exactly which month, but it should be around October or so. And the room was titled, Why Should Atheists Bother to Criticize Religion? You know, when I first started letting people know I was an atheist, you know, criticizing religion, so we're just like, eh, ah, why are you people criticizing something you don't believe in now? Those you don't believe in God, keep quiet and do your day. But no, no, you people don't keep quiet either. Religious people don't keep their religions to themselves. But no, they are always preaching to you how you go to hellfire. They are always sneaking their ways into secular laws. They are always trying to tell you what their God says about how you should live your life, where you should put your private part, who you should have sex with, whether to have a child or not. Just basically trying to control people based on their own beliefs without any regard with the other person, whether they believe what they believe. So it was a fun discussion. People gave their different perspectives and I learned a thing or two from the discussion. So if you are yet to subscribe, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google or any other place you get podcasts from. Even YouTube too, yeah, forgot that. So please enjoy the discussion in the Clubhouse Room titled, Why Should Atheists Bother to Criticize Religion? Everybody, welcome. Welcome to this room. This room is being recorded for quality assurance. Um, it's going to be recorded and put on the Ranting ACs podcast. So welcome to the Free Thinkers Hangout. Please follow the house, follow the mods, or follow people on the stage. Follow everybody. Today's topic, why should atheists criticize religion? Like... Why can't people just keep it to yourself? Like, yes, you don't believe in God. Let us rest. I don't know who has heard that. I've heard that a lot. Like, okay, yes, we have, we have heard you don't like God or you don't believe in God or you are going through a phase, whatever. Keep it to yourself. Stop disturbing us. Don't take what we have, blah, blah, blah. But personally, why should, why should atheists criticize religion? For me, religion likes to encroach. Religion doesn't like to mind this business. And I'm going to speak focusing on Christianity, which is the only religion I've known all my life. I never gave a fuck about Islam. So those um, any ex-Muslim can give us an insight on from that perspective. But I'm speaking from the Christian perspective as a former Christian. First of all, the Great Commission, go into the world and preach the gospel so we know the year what, hence Jehovah's Witness and so on and so forth. But one of the reasons why we need to criticize religion, especially Christianity, Christianity is very insidious. It comes off, it comes off um, harmless and is very good at slipping like a snake into the secular system. Laws are usually created with Christianity undertone, not, not religious undertone. Christianity is the, the backbone behind it. 
Kama. <laughs> Christianity is the, is, the, is the backbone behind it in most cases. If you look at Nigeria here now, the same sex act that Jonathan signed. We know why. We know why. The Christianity in him was the, and I remember that time I too was also like, yes, yes, correct, correct, because I was still a Christian then and, and homophobic as fuck. So I was like, yes, good, Nigeria is not taking shit from Obama. If we even go to see Texas now, Texas is another example. This abortion, abortion, all life up, it is all Christianity. Christianity is so insidious, it slips, it, it slips into the secular government, secular society, and you just think it's cool and hip, but yet it begins to trample on people's rights insidiously. So that is why we need to criticize religion. If you can, that's why you should bother. You have no, as an atheist, you have no mandate. You can be an atheist, keep it to yourself. And you have, you have, the beauty of being an atheist, you are free to do what you like, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. So you can have, keep your own belief, you can be an unbeliever, and just chill, and just be laughing at Christians in your closet. But there are a lot of us who are just pissed off and we can't keep quiet and watch these people trample on people's rights, on our rights, all in the name of what the imaginary friend says. So that's what I have to say for now. All right, Toby, you do you have anything to add? Is one of such ideas. Another reason why I think it is should bother, especially somewhere like Nigeria. Can everyone still hear me? Whose mic is on? Can everyone hear me? Hello. Can everyone hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, so um, another reason why it is bothered in somewhere like Nigeria is Christianity makes it into politics. Uh, we don't see people, um, okay, they are like younger people who believe they are like Pisces or Capricorn or Cancer or any of those astrological signs. I don't see them picking like partisans based on, oh, this guy is a Cancer. Zimi or you're yeah, in the matrix. You'll be a group. Toby. Or nonsense like that. But, or let's let's make this because like it's it's going to be good for the aquarius among the population. We don't see people doing that, so but we see people making us conversation. I get you. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can hear you guys. Maybe you guys give me a minute um, to sort out my internet. Uh, I'll, I'll come back to see what I have to say. Okay, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah. Ife, are you there? I'm here. All right. Can I hear you? Yes. Yes. Okay, um, what I have to say will be first to this. A silly notion will always be a silly notion. Right from the bat, I'm not a fan of saying that, or you know, I don't, I don't believe in being apologetic about unbelief. Like I don't really like if you see me on Twitter, everybody knows I always crack jokes at the expense of religion. I don't give a fuck about it. And the reason why is 
why I am really, really, really for criticizing religion is because it is so anti-common sense. You cannot be living and existing in the age beyond enlightenment in the information age. And you are bringing the silly notions that you hold so dear to heart, a structure that is so against fact, so against science, so against reasoning, and you just want me to take it as is. And on top of that, you now start imposing it because at the end of the day, your sky daddy told you everybody needs to be on your side, first of all. And also the fact that it is in Nigeria in general. Sorry to be Nigerian living Nigeria. We don't get the the liberty to express ourselves. We only, you know, hide behind keyboards and all that shit. We cannot go out and, you know, just be in the midst of people speaking religion and all that shit. And it's crazy because given the amount of discord happening within the religion, you guys need to fix your shit. But immediately an atheist comes and says, hey, I don't believe in God. Everybody is all of a sudden united, you know, irrespective of their perspectives or whatever magical entities that they believe in. Um, I will always say we need, like, I don't even believe in being apologetic about atheism. I don't give a shit about your religion. I don't believe in respecting people's religion. I'm not going to respect your, your silliness. I will respect you as a human being. I will respect you as a woman. I will expect you as, you know, a, as a homosexual. I will not fucking respect you. Like the fact that you even believe to begin with already makes me want to, it, it, it makes you look a, a little, I don't want to say foolish, but personally, I would say that, you know, I, I lose a lot of respect for people when and you find out that they believe in this shit, but it is what it is. Honestly, I don't think anybody needs to be, you know, telling people sorry for for trying to expect factual scientific facts. That's what I believe, sure. But anyways, back to you. Thank you very much, Ishmael. Um They don't deserve, deserve any fucking respect, man. I don't know, man. It's, it's really the ones who try to impose it on you. The ones who, 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 for lack of a better term, they wave their Jesus dicks up and down. Any small thing, God this, God that. So, it's it's uh what what we call that's it is bit to to shit on it and they say ah it is like to criticize Christianity <laughs> like in on John on John's podcast okay Toby are you are you good to go nah Toby is not uh, yeah can you guys hear me better now stop say ABC ABC ABC. Uh-huh, correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I said previously was um, I agree with Jay Barnes that we need to like criticize all ideas and that's how we move forward as a society. We need to be able to revise our beliefs over and over and continue to polish them and leave behind the ones that are not good. And particularly, we need to criticize beliefs that 
have like a divine mandate or say they have a divine mandate. Maybe um, when somebody says something is like a fundamental law of the universe or, or when people pass a sentence with that's just the way it is, those kind of things, those kind of beliefs, we need to really pay attention to them. And religion is one of such beliefs. Another reason why atheists should be bothered about speak about religion is religion makes its way its way into politics very often. I said, um, like there are um, younger people who, like they believe maybe they are Aquarius, they are Cancer, or they are Capricorn, and all of that stuff. But you never see somebody say, "Okay, I'm going to vote this guy for president because he's he's a Cancer or he's an Aquarius." An Aquarius president nobody ever says that but people do that based on religious sentiments oh this guy is a good christian and we need to change that manner of thinking and make people understand that that doesn't add anything and that is one reason why that's another reason why it is need to be concerned about religion and speak out against it um Obviously, since Nigeria is a majority religious state, we know that we can't have our rights. It's, it's baked into all the Abrahamic religions for you to oppress those that don't agree with you, which is very unfortunate. But the more we push back at them, the more we gain more ground. Hopefully, Nigeria stops being such a very um, poverty-stricken place, and then maybe things can change. And the last reason why I think it is to be bothered about religion and speak out against it is because religion is one of those ideas as Neil deGrasse Tyson likes to call it, he calls it a philosophy of ignorance. Like you're supposed to be really proud of your level of ignorance in if you are a religious person, you're supposed to revel in it. It's, it's like somebody trying to walk forward towards somewhere and the person is looking back. Religion always likes to look back. The referring to ideas from several thousand years ago, or should I say a couple of thousand years ago, and they don't want to accept revisions on those ideas. Uh, I, I know that sometimes Christianity uh, like modifies itself, but there are like basic tenets within it that are like, they are not correct, or they are not ethical anymore to believe it. And so those things are one of the most primary reasons why we should criticize religion because Christianity especially doesn't respect human beings at all. We are just like God's dildos. So we didn't need to <laughs> go after it and just criticize it so we can, Christians can look at themselves with more self-respect. Even if they don't want to, they know that, okay, this idea is something that it should not exceed my compound. All those entry side boss are feeling like Jesus is standing on your back so nobody can shut you down. It's when we speak out against these things, they will not do those things or have or feel like they have the right to do those things in the way that they do. All of the respect I was supposed to give to ourselves as human beings, we have carried over 70% of them of the respect and giving it to God through his um, his um, ambassadors, all those old Yahoo boys that collect money from people on Sunday. So <clears throat> essentially, these are the reasons that we need to criticize. Even 
just for economic reasons. We just need to criticize the the religion so that people can have better things to spend their money on rather than giving them they give ten percent of their money to to charitable causes. We we'll know where we we we'll know where we are in this country. We are supposed to give it to people that are using it. Anyways, yeah, that's all from me. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much, Toby. Yeah, one other reason to criticize religion is so that people can take responsibility for their actions and inactions. When people small thing will happen, ah, it is well. Ah, God will do it. Okay, then we go and pray. Ah, night VJ. Or in the case of uh um then we go and do one sacrifice. No, do not take responsibility for their action. That's one, one of the one of the many problems of religion, and why we need to criticize it, so that you know that if I fuck up, now me fuck up. If I do well, I worked for it. So, Kama, Alpha, are you there? Yes. Yeah, well, can you hear me, please? Yes, sir. Okay. So, why should atheists bother criticizing religion? It's inevitable, really, because um, it still happened to me just on Saturday, Saturday or Friday. That was just having a conversation, just a normal conversation about my times at the university. So I was talking about something that happened that if I had believed in a God, I would have thought it's a God that did it. So, and then somebody was now like, well, I'm out of this conversation. Immediate, and then he stood up and then he walked away. So even though what I said to me is not harmful to anyone, all I said was, okay, this also so thing happened. So if I had believed in a God, I would have thought it's God's doing but because I know it's my hard work. And then he walked away. So my point is I was just having a conversation saying what I think. And then he, he just came up with, his own bigotry. So when I tend to talk about this kind of things, I try not to be a bigot also by trying to say everybody that doesn't have my kind of opinion are foolish or stupid or dumb. I try my best to be like, okay, maybe they are also going through a phase, but I will not say it out. It's just something I would think in my head. So my point is I want to try to make them feel comfortable around me. And if they have this kind of mentality that I have, so they'll be able to, so they'll be able to listen to me every once in a while, and maybe see the angle I'm coming from and see reasons why I don't believe in a, a, an imaginary um, sky dad. So, I th- th- there are lots of reasons why you can't just ignore not criticizing religion because they have. My mom, for example, she has never been a mom to me in my entire life. Like she, she barely exists. The only reason she's a mom is because she gave birth to me. Apart from that, nothing. Not like I, I don't even know how our food tastes like. This woman is supposed to be um, a deaconess, and then she's, she's supposed to be um, a born again Christian. Everything, 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 and then never for once as a God told her that she has not been the best mom. And then here she would come all of a sudden when I'm a grown-ass man now, I can stand on my own two feet. 
I'm done with school. I've been working for at least three years now and all that. All of a sudden, boom, now I want to be my friend. And then you, you will not be telling me every once in a while that you call me or text me, telling me all those, um, you progress in your life in Jesus' name, blah, blah, blah. So all those um, negligence, all those years, should just, I should just give you like an handout and you just go away like that. All your responsibility, when it matters the most, all, everything is gone and I'm supposed to just give you a free ride. It doesn't work that way with me. Like you said, ranting it is, you said that, that um, no accountability is something I can't stand. They don't, they, they tend not to hold accountable for anything. Or they, they tend to tell you to forgive and forget. Like, it's, the person they are telling you to forgive and forget does not even understand what they've done wrong. What they know is that, ugh, whatever, just forgive and forget. Because if I want to forgive somebody, for example, I have to be sure that the person knows what I'm forgiving the person for. Like, the person have come to me apologize tell me what the um, tell me what he or she is apologizing for like okay i'm sorry i know i've been like this i've been like this i just realized that yeah this it could have gone this way like explain why you're apologizing not just accepting to just say well yeah she's your mom or she um, is your brother just just have to let go because they don't they're going to do it again so religions are really the reasons why people just think should not go the realistic way, which is to apologize, make somebody understand what they've done wrong, and then you now walk towards it. Not like you just apologize and I don't see any change in you. Okay, I think I'll just stop there for now. Yeah, thank you very much for sharing that story, Kama. It's it's exactly what you said. It doesn't make them take responsibility. Like now, you see somebody born again, but they are still fucking assholes. They were assholes before they were born again. I always ask that question that I was like, ah, why is it that all these men, these pastors, they see the thief money, even with all the it's the human nature. The the their beliefs believe that okay, if I mess up, ah, God forgive me. You see someone wants to abuse, I want to abuse somebody and I say, Ah, God forgive me, then you abuse the person. God forgive me. It's like your God is just a fucking bitch. Like you can wipe your slate clean at any time. That's the, the, the lack of responsibility. You want to abuse this person because it's how you feel. But because you don't you want to look good, like you don't want to to say they really abuse the person, it's God forgive me. So those are the little, little things you you see in everyday behavior of lack of accountability. Say yes, I called this guy a bastard. Not God forgive me after I say you say it with your full chest. Accountability. And religion hates accountability. With passion, if you go to the Catholic Church, you can see the priests, molestation, left, right, and center. Accountability. They will not take the whole, from Pope downwards, the whole racket, the bloody racket in that, that whole Vatican system. So, uh, John, you're next. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, a lot of the things that I wanted to talk about have been said already, but I'll just try to, like, maybe... Um, state them in my own way again if that makes any sense so why should atheists bother to criticize religion uh first of all i think beliefs inform actions so this is not just 
religion. This is like beliefs generally. Like you, you your actions are informed by your beliefs. So if you have certain beliefs that um, maybe they like make you do things that arm yourself or arm others, I think it is a good or reasonable thing to like try to like change your mind about those beliefs or at least criticize the beliefs so that other people are not going to like pick them up. So that is one um, very good reason. Uh, for instance, now you see, you see the way some, there are certain religions that say very negative things about people of other groups, maybe people that are non-believers, people that um, are of other religion and things like that. And you see, you, you see this thing in the way um, people that follow these religions treat these people. So of course it's going to like make sense to like criticize the beliefs because of that reason. Uh, if you want to pick, you, you could pick example of um, something like Christianity. Now, if you look at this idea in, um, in, in Romans one, where Paul is saying, Paul is basically saying everybody deep down knows that there's a God and anybody that, um, and whoever doesn't worship God or whatever is just, the person is just choosing to like, um, just choosing to like ignore the knowledge that they have because they want to sin or whatever. That passage is a very problematic one because it makes interactions between a certain type of Christians and atheists like us. It makes those interactions very difficult because you see where I'm talking to someone and I am saying, this is why I no longer believe this stuff. This is why I no longer believe this stuff. And it's like I'm talking to a wall. The person is not even, <laughs> the person is not listening to what I'm saying. And the person is just saying things like, uh, no, you just want to sin. The problem is your pride and blah, blah, blah. And of course, that person is like, the person is not taking me as a credible source because you are not even listening to my own words. So that is a case where your beliefs is, um, your, your belief has informed how you are treating other people. So that is just one thing. Um, another one is that if you look at the history of humanity, generally, you see that we have been increasing our knowledge. Like we continue to learn new things. We are not omniscient, of course, but we continue to like understand the world around us better. And, uh, if we have, if we, what, what religion does, because a lot of the religions that we have today, especially the Abrahamic ones, they are like from a very um, ancient time. And if you go back to that time, there are so many things that we know today that those people didn't know back then. So if you, if you think of it very well, the whole idea of like taking the words of this, this type of people that lived at a very ancient time to be like, the ultimate authority in your life and the ultimate authority in, um, in how we should live our lives to be. And to the point of even, um, making laws and uh, doing your political actions on this so-called divine text. If you think of it from, from that perspective, it's really scary because what you have is that you have something that we should, we, 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 we shouldn't even like, it's something that we shouldn't even be thinking about or because of the knowledge we have today. But you have people continue to like, you have people clinging on to these things. Like they don't want to change their mind. They want to like say, oh no, my Bible says this and this is what we are going to do. And that is the type of problem that that type of um, thinking leads to. So that is another reason why we need to like criticize religion. That is on, that's one very big reason. And when when I say religion, of course, I'm talking about in a general sense, but there are some of there are some religions that what I'm saying applies to more than others. So let's just 
um, keep that in mind. And one of that, one, the last reason I'm going to give is that when you hold certain beliefs, uh, certain beliefs that like the, you have to like suspend your critical thinking, like certain beliefs that don't encourage you to, to think critically, you get used to, uh, not thinking in a very rational way and that could affect other areas of your life. So of course, if we are going to live, uh, if we're going to live as a society, we're going to be productive and all that. I think it's very important for us to like encourage critical thinking. So when we have beliefs that, uh, that, that is antithetical to that, um, goal of encouraging critical thinking, I just think it is really, really important and it is worth it to criticize those beliefs. And although, uh, a lot of times I do, <laughs> I do get tired of criticizing these beliefs. Like there are some times that I would see something on maybe Twitter and I would want to speak against it, but I'll just feel over, like, I'll just be like, what's even the point? Uh, but all these things that I've just said, like, it is what makes me, it's what keeps me going and it's what keeps like letting me know that, okay, actually criticizing these things is, um, is important. It's not pointless. And, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry. I, I just remembered one more thing, one more very important thing. Uh, if you go to the re religious circle, there are members of, uh, these religions that are in their questioning phase and they are, sad, they are, they are beginning to, to like a lot of things don't, don't longer, like no longer make sense to them and they can't express themselves. And many times they won't begin to feel like, okay, maybe they are crazy or something is wrong with them, or maybe um, there is sin in their life or whatever. And they begin to judge themselves. Yeah. So criticizing, um, people like us criticizing religions is we, we sort of create an opportunity for those people to see that, okay, okay. I'm not crazy. I'm actually thinking, well, it's not just me. There are a lot of people out there that have experienced what I've experienced. And even though these people are going to like, say I'm the crazy one and all that, it's not really true. It's, um, I'm just thinking like a normal human being and that is where I'll leave it. Thank you very much. Well said, well said. And that reason you just made exactly why I started uh, my podcast because if the the content that i saw on youtube wasn't done by somebody i am not sure i would have had the courage to go forward i would have not discovered genesis chapter 38 for the horror that it is so that is one big reason for empathy sake for those who are questioning to get to the, rea the realization by themselves all we just do is provide another perspective and they we go ahead and follow the thread and research and find the answers for themselves. No preaching. No, stop believing in Jesus. No preaching like uh, Christians do with their great commission bullshit. So, uh, Israel, Alpha. Yeah, hi. Um, They're right. Uh, to answer the question, I think for me, I like, I don't know, I think criticizing stuff is fun. And I know how like privileged that statement is, but why I say this is because I think criticism of anyone, whether religion or of anything, tends to make someone better. Like if you're someone who is open to learning, it kind of makes you realize, okay, this thing is flawed, and you know, like how you can address it, that kind of stuff. But that's just a minor and personal point for me. But for me, why I think generally it should be religion, especially the two major religions in Nigeria should be criticized because 
I think at the core of both of these religions, they are very anti-human. Like, it's kind of weird when we're living in this age and we're debating or arguing with people about why they shouldn't um, circumcise um, the genitals of children and stuff like that. I mean, if you look at the way we treat children or women or marriages or in society as a whole, it doesn't... It's very like you can tell we're not taking the considerations of these people into our decision making process. Like, I mean, we're all on Twitter. I think some of us on Twitter here. We know how we get when we tell people that maybe they shouldn't, you know, beat their kids and stuff like that. And the visceral reactions you get are just really surprising because, like, why why are you hoping to like inflict harm on your child, like? If there's another way for you to raise your child or to address a fundamental problem they have without harming them, shouldn't you seek that out instead of like holding on to, you know, the traditional ways of doing things? And for me personally, I think there's my own gripe with religion, the two major religions in Nigeria. They're just really, I don't know what other words to use, but they're really frustrating when it comes to dealing with humans. And I can tell you, like, when I've debating with religious people or arguing with them and they say things like, I'm a humanist, I just, like, want to punch the air or roll my eyes because, like, I mean, anyone who has read the Bible knows that this thing isn't humanist or whatever. Like, I, I mean, how do you want to tell me the most powerful being in all of creation thought the best way to solve humanity's problem was to create a human being and torture this human being for, like, a few hours and then kill him? Like, that doesn't sound like the best use of his powers. It doesn't sound like someone who cares about humans. I think Toby mentioned the fact that we're all just like dildos to this kind of person. And I won't even say what dildos like. I mean, dildos are pleasurable. We're just like ants or something that this person can just step on whenever they feel like white men are to them or something. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. And yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, it's, it's very, it's human degradation at its best, or shall I say at its worst. Like, it doesn't glorify the best aspects of humanity, for me, in my opinion. It's, it's religion is basically like the biggest fuck you to humanity. It's like saying you are not shit. Like, I, I don't know. It's just to, it's too stupid. Like, I don't know what other word to use. And um, lastly, I think John said it's one other reason why it's nice to criticize. Is also like it helps you know you're not alone. Because I remember when I came out as a native to my parents, um, I, I think I went on YouTube and came across them um, called me skeptic, and I came on Twitter and started interacting with people like GD and Ranting and John and stuff like that. So. It's kind of nice to, like, know you're not alone. It's like, you know that time when you're in secondary school and maybe you come to class and you're like, I didn't do my assignment and someone says, oh, me too. That feeling you get that you're not the only one who did something, you know, that <laughs> that the rest of the class did is kind of the same feeling I get when I encounter other atheists online or in person. But yeah, that's just all I have to say on it. <laughs> Thank you very much, Israel. Yes, so we criticize so we know we are not alone. Um, uh, let me see. Oyeka, yeah. Yeah, next. 
So, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So this topic, why should atheists bother criticizing religion? And when I first heard this topic, the first experience that came to my mind was when, I think this was around six years ago, I attended a church service and this pastor was saying something like, if you are too smart or if you, or if you are too intelligent that the ways of the Lord are not for you, that you have to be, you have to be stupid to enjoy the, 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 the things of God. And I was like, even though I was still a Christian then, it still somehow sounded, sounded weird to me. And that was when I think my questioning phase started. So one of the reasons why I feel we should keep criticizing religion is that I think religious people are still stuck in, in their ancient methodology or, or ways of doing things from the, the, the way they treat uh, homosexuals to this passage, this Bible passage that says, uh, spare the rod and spare the child or whatever. I think that some Bible passages just give religious people the right to do whatever they want to people, even though it enforces hypocrisy and all that. Another reason I think should be, I think it causes people to stop critical thinking. Because whenever you have, you believe in the Bible, you won't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how people, how people believe in this sort of thing. And they switch from critical thinking to magical thinking. Any small thing if you see a Christian, they will say, ah, God go do him. Even the lazy ones, God go do him, God go do him. What is God doing? You're not thinking for yourself. You're not doing anything. You're not working. You just, Say God go do them. and it leads to laziness. That's why we have pastors that are just promising people heaven and earth. Was it not last? Okay, last four or five years ago, I went to one service. I'm Anglican. I was Anglican. Really. I went to one service, and this this reverend came out and was like, "If you know you want to buy your land." Or you want to buy a, a plot, a piece of land this year? Come outside now and sow a seed of ten thousand, fifteen thousand. And I was seeing secondary school students coming out to put ten thousand because of land. Ah. I was like, oh my! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's this this magical thinking that 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 religion has on people. It's quite strong, so I, we should keep criticizing because what of slavery? Slavery. Some people actually. I was talking with one guy, and the guy was. I was telling him how bad slavery is, and he was saying with, he he actually said slavery was quite good. That without slavery, we would not have uh, education what? in Africa. <laughs> Seriously, he was saying if if his grandfather his 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 ancestors 
Or obviously, he probably will be an African American. But Nigeria was too tired. You know, I say, my guy, people died in slavery. <laughs> so you see, uh, this is the jumping. The oh, choke. Wow. The choke. The choke. choke. Serious one. So we should keep sizing. We should keep it sizing. Because you know, he's. I think I'm done. Nice one. Thank you very much. Ah, somebody with just slavery. Now, wow. Religion has done a number of people, man. Okay, who's next? Adebukola, uh, Alpha, how are you there? Hi, good evening. Good evening. Oh, why should it is for that exercise? Why should it still for that? We have to, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's quite tempting. It's quite tempting um, to shake religious people's faith, you know. Sometimes you just look at some things, you'll be like, what's wrong with this people? Let me just talk. <laughs> Let me just talk, because after all, religion is irrational. It's, I don't know anybody can, if we've been saying that religion is irrational, it doesn't, you don't have, you don't need, it doesn't uh, include logic and, and all this, because I don't know how anyone can find comfort in, in a God that will allow billions of people, including children, to die in agony, pain of a, of uh, of a disease such as, such as um, skin skin cancer, um, that they, they get they get from the sun that was that was created by this all loving God. So it's from without without once you have to criticize because they will still come to you. You know these people will still come to you and try to try to. Um, make this God look good. They'll try to def- they have, they'll, they'll still come to defend their God. Me, I, 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 we, I don't think we, we, we should, we should um, stop criticizing. Although it's tiring sometimes because some people, they'll just keep on going, going, going in their, in their dumbness and you just, you just be there and be, be like, what kind of, why, why did I find myself in this kind of situation? You know? Yeah, sometimes I, I, I get into argument with some taste and at the end of the day, I'll tell them that the more I'm arguing, you are, tra- you are reducing my IQ. It's, you're just reducing my IQ. And it's not helping the still. I'll just have to allow you to go. So uh, why should atheists bother? Of course, we should bother criticizing religion. It has done mo- many bad and good. Tomorrow is Independence Day. People will still come to you and tell, we'll tell the people, our governments, They'll still come and tell us that we should pray for Nigeria. We've been praying, they've been praying for Nigeria, and they see, see that this prayer is not working. I, many of my friends that they are there on my WhatsApp are telling, telling us that nobody should wish them happy Independence Day. But they are not saying that nobody should pray, nobody should pray for Nigeria, but they should do action. They will not see that one. So I will, I mean, I will still I will, I will still continue criticizing religion until I'm tired. Maybe until I'm tired. But for now. I don't think we should. If you don't want to do it, the, the, the beautiful thing about atheism is that you're not committed to do it. You don't have to. You don't have to criticize. It is your choice. You want, you want, if you want to do it, go ahead. If you don't want to do it, it's fine. But for me, if I have the opportunity to criticize, I criticize. If I have the opportunity to be in an argument, I'll be dead till I'm tired. I'll leave you. I'll still come back. So you should not bother to criticize. If you don't want to do it, it's fine. It's not, it's not like you're not in a religion where you have to, we are not, if you not do evangelism, you, 
you'll be afraid you're going to hell. Atheism <laughs> is not like that. If you want to do it, fine. If you see that it's necessary, you do it. And if you don't want to do it, it's fine. So we shouldn't bother about um, us not criticizing. We can criticize religion as far as we can. I'm going to use my mic. Thank you, Ransing. Thank you very much, Adebukola. Yes, yeah, so criticize as you want. So up next, uh, apostates. You're welcome. Are you there? Apostates. Apostate Africa. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, a few things. Well, first of all, if the fact, the very fact that you have to ask the question, should we criticize religion? To me, says is the reason why we should criticize religion. Right? Uh-huh. Show me who you can criticize, and I will show. I will tell you who's oppressed. Right. That's the first point. There was also um, the gentleman that spoke before. I, I, can't, I think he was on Yekin. I was talking about critical thinking. The problem with religion is that it encourages magical thinking. It encourages people to think that there is some some um, magical force that will either give you give you um, give you good fortune or good luck or whatever it is. And you're not relying on your own efforts. You're not relying on on the acquisition of knowledge. Right, and uh, for me, that is something that I think I think is actually valuable. I mean, just to point out as well, the whole thing where we say oh, anybody who is thinking about buying land, come and plant a seed. I actually think that just a, a bit of commentary. I think that was particularly it was exploitative because he, the pastor knew that people who are thinking about buying land probably are the people that are saving money, right? So he then said, "Oh, come and put, come and plant a seed." There is uh, there is also the aspect of it where religions encourage people to basically give them their money, their time, their lives, right? You, you know what I mean? In a way that is um, that is not necessarily beneficial to the individual, right? And when things are like that happen, you have to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I actually spending this amount of of, of effort on money or, or, or you know what I mean? So yeah, so the very fact that religion has taking control of so many people's minds and so many people, um, they basically, ref- they, when they're making any decision and they, they sort of, oh, we have to pray about this, we have to, you know, we, we can't do anything until we until we said a prayer, right? If they basically completely sort of remove responsibility from themselves and try and, um, try and give responsibility to some some uh, invisible man in the sky. I, I, I think the very fact that you're asking, should we criticize religion? To me, says yes, absolutely. We need to criticize religion. If we're not allowed to criticize it, then then we have no we have no effect. We have no influence. We have no way of changing things. We have no way of um, of shaping our future. So that's kind of um, um, my initial thoughts on the matter. Anyway, that uh, whether or not we should criticize religion, absolutely, definitely, one hundred percent. Hell yeah! Thank you very much, Apostle. Oh yeah. Thank you very much, Apostle. All right, so up next is Route. Are you there? Uh, good evening, everyone. Yeah, I did. So, why should atheists bother criticizing religion? Like, these religious people spend their whole lives talking about non-believers and how they will go to hell, how they are devil, devils incarnate and yada yada, whatever they talk about. 
and then you expect those that don't believe in their fairy tales not to talk about them come on now we have to call them to their bullshit um i think yes this week i saw i saw a post on no someone sent a post to one group chat i was in i told um Chris john about it so he said this woman um, these parents killed their son for being stubborn on 28 they killed their 28 year old son for being stubborn and when the guy sent it to me he said there was the guy that posted it on instagram he put he screenshotted the comment section and then in the comment section one guy was like yes it is written in the bible deuteronomy 21 chapter 21 verse 18 to 21 yeah, that if you have a stubborn child bring him to the city and stone him to the death um, stone him to death you get so when he sent that to me i was like okay so what was the problem is didn't bible justify the person's action is bible not the most holy book in the world is the is it not the truth and the whatever whatever you guys call it and then the guy was like no this is wrong this doesn't make sense that that how would the bible say such thing and then no maybe the person that uh, committed the, the committed the old killing maybe they misinterpreted i was like what else what else could this thing mean you get so i was putting him in the in the position where you say your Bible is this, and now you are seeing this happening, and then somebody is actually doing what the Bible said, and now it doesn't make sense to you again. So what do you what do you think about it? So the guy was like, he was really specific. He didn't know what to say about it. So these these are the reasons. These are the one like kind of reasons why we should criticize this, this stuff because these guys would not want to think logically. Like you need to have critical thinking in everything you do. Imagine doing something and then and. It's not going well for you, and then you are there sitting down and saying, God is going to do it. Nigga, nobody's going to come and do it for you. Stand up and run your stuff for yourself. Don't don't wait for any motherfucker. He doesn't give a fuck about you. He has never given a fuck about you because if he does, your life will not be like this. Even, okay, let's forget yourself. Like, there are people dying, there are people going through hell, and then you think somebody making you wake up next morning or somebody making you find your khaki. Is there protecting you? Come on, that's very stupid to think about, man. So it is criticizing religion. Or more, you have to do it too. You have to fucking do it. And I like engaging them in conversations nowadays because they say they everything they say doesn't make sense. They don't say anything useful. They just say stupid things. And then I'm sorry for calling them stupid, but yeah, somehow you know sometimes, most times, they're always nonsense. They don't mm, some of them are stupid. Eh? You get. So when I hear things like that, you, I mean, if I'm having conversations with them, I also I try to use things from the Bible to have conversations with them, and then they start going through the whole. Eh, the interpretation is this. The interpretation is that. Nigga, if a Catholic has another interpretation for this, a Pentecostal has another interpretation for this, a Calvinist has another interpretation for this, please tell me how 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 should I buy your this thing? It's like it's like me coming to coming to a shop now. And then I want to buy a shoe. And the three sales um, people inside the shop, they are saying different things about the particular shoe. And then the three different things they are saying is contradicting the, oh, whatever, whatever. And then you expect me to buy the shoe. No, now you guys are saying rubbish. Now you guys should be on the same line. And then, yes, I know you guys are um, saying stuff that makes sense. That's just exactly what religion is about. And man, we go criticize them more. That's called the bullshit that, yo, this is, this is not consistent. This is contradicting this one. This is not how it should be. This one is this. Your God is a messed up person. Your God is a very stupid human being. She gets. 
Anyways, let me make a little VX for this gold. That's all I have to say, Sha. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much. You reached me Pesic Parada. It does the yarn dust. <laughs> uh, yeah, up next, Abolaji. Yeah, so um, sh- should atheists bother criticizing religion? Yeah, definitely. Why not? Religion is not immune from criticism. I think in any sane society, nothing should be immune or protected from criticism. Even though when you when you do that, yeah, in this in this part of the world, no, <laughs> religious people see you as crazy, and you no. Know, they, they they call you a sinner. They they see you as you know weird and mad. Maybe something, <laughs> maybe like your mental or something. They attribute it to like you know craziness or being mad or something like that. So, but what what, what I personally do is along with criticizing religion, I also try to empathize with them because you know when you see things from their perspective. And when you when you also like realize that you were all also like that because most of us, you know, we grew up believing in this um, sky god, and so child indoctrination, and that is why it's it has you know it has been passed from generation to generation. It is child indoctrination. Imagine, you know, um, giving birth to a child and then. You, you raise them in an environment that tells them all these ridiculous things. You know, there's no way a child, a ch- children develop by, by studying the environments. You know, if you, if you raise a, a child in a secular environment, it's going to, he or she is going to grow up, you know, having secular values. If you raise a child in, let's say, India uh, as a Buddhist, as a Buddhist parent, he or she is going to grow up as a Buddhist. If you raise a child in Saudi Arabia as a Muslim, he or she is going to grow up as a, as a Muslim. So it's the environment always impacts, you know, it always impacts our people. It's, it's always, um, it shapes our beliefs, it shapes our lives. But some of, um, some people, you know, maybe due to their own um, personal, like, curiosity, you know, tend to, like, ask for more. They want to know more. They really want to get to the root of things. They ask questions. They are not just satisfied with, you know, what they are being told all their lives. You know, they've gotten to that level where they just want to know the truth. They just want to confirm things for the, for themselves. They want to like ask critical questions. You know, I think that's when someone gets to that point. I think that is when you get on the path of, you know, being an atheist or an agnostic or something like that because. When you employ critical thinking, there's no way you wouldn't realize that religion is bullshit. Like, it's bullshit. But I, I see religion as a face of human evolution. You know, like, even as much as we are uh, an intelligent species, we are still primitive. We might be the most intelligent species on, uh, on Earth, but we are still primitive in some kind of way. We are still animals. So, like, you know, we, our intelligence is only relative. We are the most intelligent on Earth, but it's only relative. So when you look at it from that perspective that we are still primitive, like, you know, like, it was the face of our, our, our evolution. We were trying to understand our world, our, our, why things happen. And, you know, 
it's it, it evolved religion evolved out, out of that but I, I, we are still evolving and it's you know it's a continuous process and now we are in the information age we know better about our world you know we we can explain something science science helps us explain a lot of like phenomena about our world and our universe you know we know a lot of things a lot of myths a lot of bullshit that religions say you know we know we we, we found it not to be true like um the sun revolves around the head and all, all like that that have been like debunked by science and all that we know the head is just one planet out of like billions gazillions in the universe you know like the head is just like when, when you compare the head to like relatively it's like a grain grain of sand it's a single grain of sand in like a beach i don't know it's i don't know it's 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 more vast than that but so my point is that um i try to like empathize with you know religious people because you know when you criticize religion they are cognitive their cognitive dissonance kicks in you know like their defense mechanism you know they they like they want to attack you you know, because they see you as, you know, as an alien, as strange, like, oh, how could someone, what they've grew up believing in all their lives, what, what they've been told all their lives, you know, and someone, you know, they just find it a little, very strange. They look at you as crazy, you know, I've had this experience. Well, they look at you as crazy, even people that are very close to you, they think maybe something is wrong with you, you understand? But, you know, I, and another thing is that um, I think a lot of people actually, you know, they, they think this is true. But, you know, naturally, humans uh, are naturally scared of the unknown. We are like, they, they are, we humans, are, we are naturally afraid of the unknown. So people would say, okay, I would rather be on the safe path and believe this thing and not, and when I die, I, I won't go to hell. Then, okay, then, you know, just trashing it and then when I die I'm gonna regret. You know some people have that fear in their mind. Even though it still doesn't make sense. But you know, they just want to follow what's popular. And I say popularity doesn't always equal truth or authenticity. It's not the same. I mean like slavery was popular back in the days doesn't mean it's right or something. So, and, and I think the problem we have in Africa is uh, religion is one of the major problems we have in Africa because, you know, religion affects the human mindset. The mindset you have as a religious person, it's very, you know, a religious person would look up to, to, to God, to their God, to, to save them, to solve their problems. You know, they are not accountable to themselves. They're not accountable to, like, what are the actions? Like everything, it's all about like prayers and all all those like mythical beliefs. You know, like in Nigeria now, pray they say pray, 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 pray. We've been praying since 1960, and look at where we are today. And when you ask yourself, why is it that nations that you know that their values are based on rationality and scientific fact progress in the world? It is fact. It is fact, the most religious countries tend to be the least developed and the, the, the struggling ones, 
it's it's just fact because it's the mindset of the people. It's the mindset of the people. Most Nigerians have this mindset that a God is going to come save them someday. He's gonna he's gonna solve all their problems someday. And that's it's one of the reasons why we are still here today. The mindset religion, you know, it's the mindset is creating people, and then the the division aspect as well. Religion causes division. Like I, I would say, it's the most divisive um, thing in the, in in humanity. It's what divides humanity the most. Because even within these religions, like the Abrahamic religions, like Christianity, Islam, and Ju- Judaism, for example, w- they still have like sections and sects and you no know, the ambiguity. Some some Muslims will call themselves like Shia. Some will call themselves um and all these names, Christians as well. You have, you have different sects like um, Pentecostal, Anglican. Catholic. This only proves that them. this thing is <laughs> like it's it's human made. That's that explains the ambiguity because it's human made. You no, know, so all this so along the way there are innovations where people say, okay, we can do it this way too. We can do it this way. That's where they they divert. You know, and then we have many different things. So I would say it is it is great. It is it is we should criticize religion because of the the the, the harmful the negative impact it has on humanity. Because I mean, you know, we are a complex being. Humans are a complex species. Yeah. If not, because I mean, look at us. Look at how technologically advanced we are. In this, in this information age and what we know about the universe, the galaxies. I mean, if you have a telescope, you could literally just um, take, take a view to the sky and you, you're going to see planets for yourself. You can see it. It is factual. But this, 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 this religious text only explains, tells you about um, a head that was created by a god and Adam and Eve something. They had an apple and then they were banished. All these bullshit stories. I mean, and like the heads, like the center of universe, something. When you look at the heads from the perspective of the universe, it's <laughs> it's nothing compared to like a grain of of, of sand or, or salt. Yeah, are you sorry? Are you up so, random, man? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so of course, why shouldn't we criticize religion? We should criticize religion because it's you know because of the um, the harmful impact it has, but. While we are criticizing religion, we should also empathize with religious people, because because someone is religion religious doesn't mean they are stupid or something. Because it is difficult for for you to you know grow up believing in something, and it's just I, the basic thing is that our environment shapes us. So while we are criticizing religion, we should also empathize with them, and we should try to like relate with them, and not just be by God ourselves. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much, Abolaji. Many really makes sense. Many good points you dropped. So up next now is uh is Joe yeah Joe. Yeah hi hi I'm here yeah, good evening. Um, yeah, um, uh, Bolaji touched on so many things I want to say, but I, I think it's not just a question of criticizing religion. I think we also have to challenge them. You have to challenge religion because religion is based on so many falsehoods. And I have to also have to look at 
the, the, the one of the things I was actually touched on as well was how religion came about in the first place. And religion was basically a way of, well, two, religions have two purposes historically. Yeah, it's always served these two purposes. One is to explain things that we didn't have the technology or knowledge to explain about our environment and about we ourselves as human beings. So religion was a sort of gap filler. And also religion was also the most powerful political tool that has ever existed in humankind. Whoever controls God controls the people. Every monarchy in the history of this world has either described themselves as coming from heaven or being appointed by God. So when you challenge somebody who controls religion, they can always have the fallback position of, you are not challenging me as a human being, you are challenging God, so you better watch yourself. You know, and the consequences of challenging God, we can see from religious scriptures, whatever, the Abrahamic religions, I suppose are the ones we know, that you challenge God, you are finished. You have no future. Even after you die, you are still going to be punished. And another aspect of religion as well, on the power thing, is that religion was also made for the poor, in that the rich people... And if you go back historically, we're always very few in number. Still today, they're still very few in number. So religion gave a mechanism that you could tell the poor that, don't worry, you're suffering now. But when you die, all the treasures and this, as long as you behave yourself in this life, don't challenge me, don't come and kill me and take my money. When you die, you're going to have all your riches in heaven. You know, so it was a way of the rich protecting themselves as well. I uh, think the thing on, on challenging, and, and the gap filling, one thing I always challenge religious people on is that, okay, you could say, God, God. I said, you know that um, epilepsy was always seen as demonic possession until we actually had the scientific tools to explain how epilepsy came about. We understand what epilepsy is. We understand how the body works. There's so many things that have been dismantled that are religious. And, and really, like, um, I think, I can't remember if it was, religion also provides people with comfort in that you don't have to think about things, you know, the, the, the religious people just say, oh, don't worry, God will take care of this, God will take care of that. And people, when people don't understand the, the, the deep concepts of, of something, then they say, okay, it's taken care of by God. You also have to look in the context that the earth has been around for, what, about 4 billion years. Human, we as human beings have only really been here for about 300,000 years. So we literally don't know anything about our environment. So religion brought, came this brought this mechanism that we could just say, okay, well, it's God. So we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to think about it. But every day that's being dismantled, you know. And, and what about you was talking about in terms of scale, the Earth's place in the universe. There are actually more stars in the universe than there are grains of sand on the Earth. So you can imagine how uncountable the number of grains of sand we are. That is how insignificant we are in terms of the, the universal scale. But in terms of, yeah, we should always criticize you, but you don't just criticize religion, challenge it. You look at the history of religion, look at how religion came about. Look at if you want to take the Abrahamic religion, look at the history of where they came from. You know, take Christianity, which is and Islam. The whole reason why Christianity and Islam are in Nigeria because of effectively colonization and slavery. You know, Islam came through the the um uh, Arabic uh, slavery and and trade as well through to West Africa. Colonization was what brought Christianity. And how the colonizers came with Christianity was we already had religious practices, but they said the whole point of bringing Christianity was that, well, 
you have your beliefs, but our white Jesus is above whatever you believe in. And the, 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 sub, the subliminal message was tell us that, well, we as white people are better than you as well, because our God is better than your God. And what, and this thing was constantly drummed into us to the point where originally all the schools were missionary schools. So what they taught children were that if you wanted to come to school on Monday, you had to understand and be able to um, answer any questions that were asked to you about what happened in church on Sunday. So for children to, who wanted to get an education, you had to go to church on Sunday and pay attention to what was being said. And this indoctrination was continuing and continuing until it became second nature. So if you, didn't under, if you couldn't answer the questions of, on Monday about what was happening in church on Sunday, what the, the lecture, the reading, the, the, the preacher said on this and that, then they, they told you to get out of the school. So it forced us in, into that thing that this thing, it, it, was, it was constantly drummed into us. You know, and people seem to have, you know, certainly forgotten the history of, of what, how we came about these religions that have nothing to do with us. And as you said, your religion is simply a result of the accident of birth. If you are born in a Hindu family, you become Hindu. You are born in a Muslim family, you become Muslim. You know, so it's, it's, not, it's not something that is inherently true. So, you, you know, what I do is I keep challenging them all the time. Even if you look at the religious texts, the Bible can be so deconstructed from beginning to end. You know, it just doesn't make sense. So, yeah, we have to keep, not just criticize, but challenge as well and force people to think. Because religion, one of the key uh, characteristic of religion is it tries to tell you not to think, just accept, you know, have faith. I said, faith has to be based on something. Like one thing I always tell people, that, you know, when people start telling me, oh, you know, when you die, you meet God, you know, what are you going to do if you face God? I say, I will kick him in the balls, you know, because how can you have a situation <laughs> where God there for me? If I die and there's a God, I will kick him in the balls. Because Basic things. God is supposed to be benevolent and everything. Twenty thousand, about twenty thousand children die in the world of age five and younger die in the world every single day. So, what sort of God will let? And we can accept that. Okay, even if the concept of if we say the concept of sin is true, okay, a child of five and younger very very unlikely to have the mental capacity to consciously be evil. So. This God that you're saying is so benevolent is letting these children die. And people can't challenge. Another thing I challenge them is when your child is sick, do you, take, do, you, do you go to hospital or do you go to church? So the mere fact that you go to hospital means you don't believe in the power of what you keep telling that, what you keep saying you believe. You know, because you know the church is not going to heal you or your child. You go to hospital where you know somebody has gone to school, he's read his books, he's passed his exams, so he knows what he's talking about. You know, when you want to invest your money, you don't go to give to the pastor. Well, actually, <laughs> we seem to have gone into, region, into a situation where we do give money to the pastor. Well, you find that, you know, an investment specialist and accountant. <laughs> Sorry? 30 more seconds. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, well, the basic message is, yeah, criticize it, but challenge as well. And, and challenge them, you know, there's so many things that religion can just not cannot answer and you challenge them on that and we just pull, of course we'll become defensive and always fall back to oh but you know but anything that practically everything can be challenged about any religion so you challenge it challenge it challenge it 
as well. Because there's a lot of rest bank. Thank you very much, Joe. Great points there. So we have three more people left, but before we go on, uh, this is the free thinkers hangout. If you are not following the house, please follow the house. We do our best to make rooms like this every now and then to discuss different uh, matters on free thoughts and how to think critically. Uh, follow the speakers on stage if you like. Follow, follow them. Uh, follow us. Follow. Follow who you like. Check people's uh, check people's profiles and link up. Let's let's mix with each other. Um. So who's next now? Uh, Bright. Bright, are you there? Yeah. How far? Yeah, I'm here. All right, now. So no there for us concerning the topic. Thank you. Okay. So, um, okay. Yes, um, at five fifteen p. Hold on, Brad. You are kind of muffled. I don't, we can't. Uh, we can't hear you very. Your, your it's like you are muffled, so we can't hear you. Maybe you remove your. Is it your earpiece? Maybe you speak directly. I think I'm in because my network. I'm having um work here. Uh, maybe you go leave the room and come back so that because you are going in and out too. Sure you get. Okay. All right, we'll come back to you. All right, up next is Azili. You're welcome. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hi. Good evening. Good evening. So I have come to realize that a lot of people, a lot of religious people are not aware that there is another way to be. Um, today I had a conversation with a priest who didn't know what an atheist was. Wow. I mean, this, this really shocked me because, because first of all, if it was a pastor, I would be fine, okay, because anybody could be a pastor. But... A priest generally you would need training to become a priest, you know. And I figured if somebody I'm sorry, um if it's possible for sorry, you guys I'm getting interrupted. If it's possible for an entire priest with all the training required to be a priest to be unaware that atheists exist, then what about, you know, the flock and all of that? So, um, I noticed this verse where they say, only a fool says in their heart that there's no God. When they say fool in that sense, they're not even talking about people who don't believe in God at all. They're talking about people who don't believe in Yahweh, people um, from other religions and whatnot. But for people who generally just don't believe in God, they struggle to get their minds around it. And so, for this reason, I consider criticism of religion or like just simply existing openly as an atheist necessary for just visibility's sake. Let people know that you know it's possible to be outside of this box that they have been taught. But the other reason I have is based off my own journey out of religion. Uh, the function of early indoctrination is to get people to believe anything you say. 
So they reinforce from your formative years that you are not allowed to question anything. Um, basically, whatever they tell you, that's what it is. And you, you grow up to be like that. Somebody said something about how Christians read the Bible. Now I'm focusing on Christianity because that's what I know. She pointed out that one goes to church, pastor says, open to so-so and so, pastor reads, gives their own interpretation, and encourages you to go and read further on your own. And by the time you're reading on your own, you generally already have the pastor's interpretation in your head as a base. And everything from there is just easy going. You don't think too much about anything. But me, I was a very I didn't read anything after church, but I had the privilege of parents who weren't particularly religious, and they were all for they were all about thinking things through and forming your own opinions. But you know, as a child, you don't want to do all that. It's too much mental work. It's easy to just ignore the discomfort of the stories that you're hearing and take things at face value. But if not for people who openly criticized the religion, the things that I was told, I may not have had as much encouragement as I did to question to the extent that I did. Now, even as an atheist, I'm a lazy atheist. I don't do much unprovoked research. I follow conversations I come across and, you know, just go from there. Which is why when I have conversations with theists, I'm not really doing it to win that argument because, you know, at the point of an argument, people are defensive. They're not really listening to what you're saying. But other people over here might be listening. And maybe one of those people would have the same discomforts I did. And my, my own conversation might be what encourages them to question the way that I questioned. And so that's why I believe that we should criticize. Uh, we should be vocal about it. At least to help some unfortunate fellow walking on the streets. Yeah, that's it. All right, now thank you very much, Azizi. So uh, up next is uh, uh, it's is it back, Bright. Okay, still working on it. Okay, uh, Precious, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Can you uh, hear me? Can you hear me? Very loud and clear. <laughs> All right. Um, why should atheists bother criticizing religion? Ah, at this point, I mean, I'm still vexing. So I usually get triggered by little things like just because now those um, there's this um guy I used to go to like inside. So like. He's always saying, oh, mommy, God, do this thing. He will just stay in one place and make God do this thing. He will pray. So, like, I would just try to explain, like, when you pray, you are just talking to yourself. You are not, you just feel you've done something to achieve something, but you are not doing anything. So it's just like, ah, I want to start all this kind of talk. So I noticed something that when you try to say something that is, like, opposite to their belief, they just... It's like an auto-defense system. They just strike back at you. So you just, because there's nothing you say that will make sense to them. So, um, and, sorry, someone was distracting me. Like, the, um, the church I was attending before with my family, the pastor, the pastor there, 
his brother, his brother attends the church also. His brother has been married for over six years, no child. And they are still praying, like they are still doing open on one, on one motherfucker that will come and bring child. And I was, uh, I was just be thinking, ah, shit, these people know they think me. Because I stopped going to the church for like two years now. Because since I started questioning and it wasn't making sense to me, I just stopped. They don't come, I know they go. So like these people are like, it's just like, they don't, you don't just have to think, just, just believe, just be like a robot. Like just, just don't have sense again. That's just how I see it. I've seen like plenty, like so many like um, examples, like even when I try to like, maybe just share my idea with someone, we'll just be like, uh, open the, I'll bring the Bible, this and that. There was this day, um, I was just staying outside my house, and one guy, a preacher, he came to me and like, I was like, ah, this one preach. You don't know who you come with today. So I started asking him questions. So like, people you know, started guarding, like, because, in the area, like, ah, more. Like, say, this one, a devil, they can't preach too. Because I was just questioning him. And he would just try to dodge it and start telling me that deep down, I know in my heart, I know deep down in my mind, I know this. I was like, answer the damn question. We just start saying bullshit. And at the end, at the end, he was telling me uh, I should come to his, his church and come and ask their pastors, like, and I was like, if you can't answer to close to you, then how will you come? How do you, are you telling me to come and learn algebra in your church? So all these, um, all these things, like I noticed something that once this faith thing for it to work, that like you just have to, you just have to off your brain to have faith. That's just like the pillar for it. That's just all I have to say now. Thank you. All right, now thank you very much, precious. <laughs> Cannot teach algebra two plus two. <laughs> Shows what they are teaching them. Uh, Brito, are you there? I'm here. All right. So um, I think we can hear you now. All right. You're not here now. Yeah, it's better than before. Okay. Um. So um. Uh, so why shouldn't we criticize them? Because um, just like um, they come to us to you know uh, to teach to us, we to um let you criticize them. Like I'm at home, so they have to come show on um I think on the radio and they were uh, interviewing some children who were um, who are surviving um. Um, cancer. And well, one boy who got um, leukemia when he was six, and then to that, um, I asked the boy whether he I can't hear you. And, huh. It's going in yeah. and out, man. It's going in and out, too. Yeah. Just try to work on it, but do we are rounding up, Sha? Let me, here you go in and come out. Let me just uh, say a few things. Go, and co- go in and come out again. Then one last try. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay. So um now um I just wrote down a list of some reasons why we should criticize religion as it is. One, misogyny. The Bible is a foundation for misogyny. It has caused so many problems for women on this planet. Number two, purity culture, which is a derivative of the misogyny. Purity culture is always focused on women's virginity. Checking of high men. How did they check, uh, say, penis down this virgin? It's always focused on the women. Number three, LGBTQIA+. They are always under attack because the religious mind cannot understand what is going on. Number four, it robs of robs us of our humanity. Like ah, uh, it's it's people people will justify anything in the name of religion. And one of the most annoying things is that liberal religious people are the air cover the fundamentalists use. You will see the the ISIS, the Boko Haram, you now see the the liberal so called liberal uh, Muslims. Say uh, they are not real Muslims. Meanwhile, those fundamentalists are following the book to the T. They don't see you, the liberal one, as the real Muslim. But for some reason, your ego cannot let go of that ideology. So that is uh, that's one of the reasons. Then religion is anti-science, just like some people have said, anti-science in the whole uh, from evolution to comparison of the, of the universe just look at the whole universe how big it is now the whole bible just covers a piece of an area in the middle East, not even the whole middle east and yes the earth is like a grain is, is, is like a grain of sand in comparison to the uh, on the a grain of sand on a beach in comparison to the whole universe if not even more safe and yet the god the creator of the universe could not even tell us that hey there was a moon or there, there, there's a solar system yeah you see in the bible you see uh where when Joshua who was the person fighting where the the sun stood still so it was almost like the sun is going around the earth it really shows the anti-science how they had they had no idea and yet 21st century human beings use that book as a guide for their life so these are one of many many reasons it is should bother criticizing religion so, Brad, you want to try one last time? After that, we, we close for today. Joe, you want to add something? Yeah, can I? Yeah, just a couple of points, really. Um, on okay, what you were saying about the. Yeah, sure. On uh, First, on the LGBTQ, I think, and this is one thing I always throw at Catholics in particular. You know, when you go into any Catholic church, you see that image of Jesus Christ yeah. that's. Yes, it's in every Catholic <laughs> church. A lot of Christians use yeah. that image. That image is actually based on Cesare Borgia, who was gay. Mm -hmm. And it was painted by, it was originally painted by Leonardo da Vinci, who was his gay lover. So da Vinci painted Cesare Borgia. Cesare Borgia's father became Pope and said they need to give a face to the concept of Jesus Christ. And he chose that painting of his gay son as the image of Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. What a lot of Catholics don't realize is that <laughs> They're so anti-LGBT, anti-LGBT kind of thing, but the image of Jesus that they all revere is actually a gay man. You know, 
So it was a, I lost my second point actually, but anyway, I just thought I'd bring that one up for Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> it's so ironic. Even uh, King James himself huh, is a member of the LGBTQ plus community. So how ironic. So since Bright's network is eh, Yahweh is against you today, Bright. Yeah, okay. Yeah, on the thing about the Yahweh and everything, sorry, just quickly. Okay. Is that those books were actually written by the Israelites. Mm -hmm. And at the time, every tribe had their own God. Yeah. So when the Israelites were, were were writing those books, it was about our God is to prevent, basically to prevent defection. Don't go to another <laughs> tribe because our God is the old, is the most superior God. Is there were there were actually if you go back to the Sumerians and everything, there were actually several gods. And Yahweh was only one God. Yahweh was a child of of um, was it and I can't remember the name now. Was one child of of many of another God. Yeah. So the Israelites had Yahweh as their God, all the other tribes in the area had their own gods. So it was to create a sort of bond of unity that don't defect to another tribe because our God will destroy you if mm -hmm. you try to defect from us. That's So when we now take this Israelites book of one particular tribe as being the foundation of the whole universe uh, and everything, it just shows the stupidity of it, you know. Yeah, so, and it's ironic that Christianity is actually a spin of self. So... <laughs> And then Sabi. All right, so we are we have come to a close. Thank you, everybody that contributed. Bright devil will punish Yahweh in Lucifer's name next time. So that your network will work. Sorry about that. Fruiting. <laughs> okay, so everybody, thank you, thank you for, for coming. We are done. We can start leaving. We went the room very soon. Follow the rouse, follow everybody on stage. Slide in DMs respectfully. And thank you, thank you for coming. Have a wonderful weekend and fake independence. Alright, thank you for listening to this episode. If you are yet to subscribe, Apple, Spotify, Google, YouTube, any other place you listen to podcasts. And I hope to catch you on the next episode. Take care.